Howdy, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Fellas Five Podcast. But I, I am curious. So you, you said you think Kyrie it deserves an apology from, was it the president of Amazon? Not president. Somebody from oh, Amazon, right? from the media. Yeah, not from Amazon. Yeah. What are you about to say, Rio? No, I was saying no. He didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of no, cause, making cause that you... connection. So he was the callback to what he'd said before. Like, see, this is what I was saying. No, no, I got that. He pulled up the guy. So I'm thinking, like, Amazon's supposed to apologize to Kyrie. And I'm like, well, no. What they apologize for? But what would the media apologize for? The media don't apologize. Because, so the Amazon CEO is is Jewish. Right. They interviewed him and said, how come he hasn't taken it down? He watched it and said, I could not find anything that was anti-Semitic or, or offensive in there. So we're not taking it down. Right? So this is a Jewish guy who's in charge of this company. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, after reviewing the film, I don't see wait, nothing wrong with it. <laughs> now, wait, did he say that he say there was nothing anti-Semitic or he said nothing violates the terms of our policy? It's difficult for the company to determine what content is deemed offensive. That's true. Verbatim. Yeah. So it's like, all right, if this guy who's in charge and is Jewish says right. this, why the fuck did we drag Kyrie through the mud? Only because, and I, I said this before, it's because when asked a direct question, Kyrie waffles with his response and he creates all the controversy. That don't have nothing to do no, with it, brother. Because all he did was post a link and he ain't even he said zero. Well, but my question the... is but my question is, is he responding like from a standpoint of personal or is that the the company thing? Like, I think that was that a company sounds, stand. That sounds like a PR stand. I feel so like him, him being Jewish, so maybe I don't maybe, think I don't think it's the same. Because him being Jewish I think is irrelevant in, a their, good point. in their response. I think maybe it's I think he, it's irrelevant at that point. That's a good point. Maybe if he wasn't getting such a large, I'm not saying he's getting a check from it, but they are benefiting from it because it's, it's, it's sold a lot with all the tri- uh, controversy around it. So maybe if there wasn't a financial implication promotion to benefit him, maybe he would have had a different stance. I mean, that's a good point, Rio. I don't know. Right? I, I just don't know if that's his personal stance. That's my yeah, thing. We that don't know. Could be the, that could be Business. the Amazon PR uh, stance. Yeah. And again, you're using the Jewish guy to say it. But, but that doesn't even, mean he necessarily feels that way. But even still, I mean, I think there are two things that come from that. One, all Jewish people, all X, aren't going to feel the same way about a thing. True. And the other part, I think, is as as the CEO of Amazon saying, I mean, we good? Like, it, it, it don't matter to us. We're not tripping over it. I mean, why he can't post a link to it? And so I, I don't know that he was... But again, I think what Kyrie didn't do was have any kind of qualifier, which he was right to like people just post you know pictures they post gifs they post you know just the quotes and people don't really dig into it and i think he in that position said i don't see nothing wrong um you ask me it's my business i don't see nothing wrong the case that a lot of people are making now too is what happened to uh embracing debate right like because essentially what Kyrie did was open that up for thought because he didn't actually give a, a, a an opinion, so it was this is the thing that's out here. You can take this information with it, which you will, and then we can talk about it. Um, 
that's the hypersensitivity I think that we we are very subject to nowadays where we feel everything first without thinking about a thing and then we often respond before we start thinking the other like, crazy part is that how many people have walked back their initial states their stance which I don't I don't love you know like I don't everybody came out and trashed them as stupid or crazy or whatever and now everybody's well you know the the, the punishment was too harsh He's, no one's ever had to jump through 17 hoops to come back. We've never done the And I'm just like, yo, the same thing was the same. He never said nothing. Like, I don't have, like, Quan, I, I think that, you know, reporters, I'm, I'm all for, you guys know this by now. I'm all for people standing on what they stand on. So I'm not finna to jump through no hoop just because you want me to answer a question or talk a certain kind of way because you asked me a question in a certain kind of way. So I don't have no problem with the way Kyrie responded to that reporter but outside of that it's like i don't know you know uh like stephen a smith shannon sharp shannon sharp walked it all the way back um stephen a smith walked it all the way back it's like you know charles barkley has yet i haven't seen him walk it back but you know stubborn. Just, he ain't walking that back he ain't walking that back <laughs> He's but stubborn. it's like not everyone that. else came out and said yo we make black men do a lot of stuff for apologies that we don't make nobody else do and uh, and it's, you know, I, I I I still feel a certain kind of way about that, but you know, it is what it is. But then, yeah, on the same time, on the same token, uh, what's the name? Sean King said this today. He's like, yo, if Kyrie apologized and he jumped through all the hoops, like the, they gave him a crazy ass list of stuff to do before he came back. He had to talk to Jewish leaders. Every Jewish leader and Jewish person he spoke to was like, actually, I don't believe Kyrie's anti-Semitic. Like everyone said that across the board. <laughs> Nike still was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> we canceling this bread. $11 million a year out of your pocket. And on the flip side of that, right? Uh-huh. Balenciaga, I don't know if you guys have heard about that. You guys heard about the Balenciaga stuff? Uh, that, that child stuff? The child that, pornography that, piece. Yeah, the child yeah. pornography thing. Yeah, I heard about the, it. The CEO of Balenciaga owns, like, child pornography websites mm-hmm. on, on the side. I'm surprised. And, and, like, uh, um... I don't know if it was a museum, but they were selling mannequins of children naked in different sexual positions, also shit like that. Really? Kim Kardashian weird. didn't say nothing about it. Like she and she like their head person. Kanye she, came she out. Did, she did make later a, though. Like, yeah, I'm about to say later. yeah. I'm to say she did say something, but again, she didn't like condemn them. Right. Like, she kind of she kind of she took a pre type stance. Like I ain't fu- yeah. I ain't, I ain't messing with y'all right now, but. Upon further review, I will. Right. Upon further review, I'll see how I'll our consider when it gets to like hurting my pockets. I'll I'll give you a better statement. Basically, <laughs> shit is wild. It's just interesting the way they make you know make him tap dance. Nah, nah. You know, I don't know, but that's my whole stance on that. Ain't nothing else to say about it, really. But I wonder if that's about um, race in as much as it is about like status or like how we how the public feels about the person because Kyrie being a basketball figure is he is known in the basketball world and outside of that based on whatever he's been known for like oh Kyrie we know Kyrie Irving the NBA star to do such and such and and that's how we get the connections but Kim is a lot bigger I think because she's outside of sports right so I wonder if she got more of a pass because she's Kim Versus Kyrie getting getting that pass because he's only uh, an athlete. I wouldn't I wonder. that far. I I think it's more so that the NBA has a code of ethics. 
that they felt as though Kyrie violated in, hmm. you know, doing what he did. Whereas Kim Kardashian is just a Girl. person, and if she hasn't done anything wrong by Balenciaga, then, you know, there's nothing for her to really do. It's just a personal, like, Kim, how do you feel about this personally? Well, I mean, it might not affect her personally, and so she might not even be aware of it or whatever, like. Did Kyrie, so we back to the, 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 the case at hand. Did he violate the code of ethics? To the NBA? The NBA's yeah. code of ethics? Uh, well, according to Adam Silver, he did. He probably he probably put them in a compromising position that That's someone true. needed to right. to navigate uh, gingerly and effectively to make exactly. sure the the majority was pleased and satisfied. That's more correct. Yeah, cause I still I I would sue the shit out of the NBA when the season was over if I was him um, and the Nets um, if it was clear I wasn't going to resign there. Why wait? I mean, just do that now. Because you want to get you want to get the rest of your check and finish the season. I mean, but if you're gonna sue, you're gonna get financial compensation that way. So like, I, why would I even play? And it might be delayed. I, I see. To me, that that feels a little um, that feels weird because it's like if if I'm gonna sue, I feel as though I've been done wrong. I'm not gonna like keep playing, keep being employed by this employer. And then conveniently wait, and then now it's like, all right, now I'm gonna sue. Like I just sue right from the beginning, and be like, no, I'm not doing this shit no more because the goal is to keep being weird. Check and to be part yeah. of that team. We don't know what promises yeah. he made KD, right? Like KD came back there. He didn't have to come back there. Um, and he, Kyrie, set out most of last season with the co- the, the, the the non-vaccination status. So we don't know what he told Kevin, but he probably was like, I'm committed to be here more. And maybe that word is why he. We don't know, right? I'm assuming, but I know. But, but then also the other piece that, that that man got kids and Nike just got taken away. So it's he's like gotta, he's got to still my put, keep the lights today. on. Yeah. <laughs> you know I me, mean? I want my checks now, not you know after the season. Not, if may, I win not maybe, court. right? Not right. maybe later. Yeah, I, I get that. I just I, I would, you know, if I'm a judge or a, a lawyer or whatever, I would then be like, well, this wasn't a pressing issue, so this is clearly about money. It's not about the fact that you feel as though you were wrong, like you just trying to get bread. Like I don't think it changes the the impact though. It doesn't change what's going on, right? Like like suing now versus suing later. I don't think it 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 negates what took place or what transpired. And that's a perfectly valid reason to say I wanted to finish the season first to not worry about this during the season. Like that's perfectly right, valid. I, I, I work like I, as my job. I want to focus on my job, and then when the job is done, I can attend to this legal stuff, this this superfluous stuff. Is is valid, but it also says that it doesn't bother you enough to have you stop coming to work. I, I don't. You compartmentalize your issues with the league versus being with your teammates, though. Yes, I would answer. Say, I would say yes. You show up to your job and you hate your boss. Yeah, but you got dope ass coworkers. Yeah, and you get a nice check and, and benefits. Okay, okay, okay. So, so you're being, you're being uh, humiliated and. Uh, whatever like constantly by your by your employer mm-hmm. but you people you work with are cool but constantly you're being harassed and the people you care about every are day humiliating you that's the main thing too Kyrie don't give a fuck about none of them people that's he why he treated the that reporter the way he treated like he <laughs> <laughs> don't give a fuck about none of them that's like they like that are, are in that locker room yeah. you know what I mean like you gotta think about which, it he don't owe them people nothing but if he's, he's suing the league for but you, making but he, for keeping him out of the, the 
But he goes to the Nets, though, which would then yeah. affect the team that he was. It ain't affecting the players. It's affecting Joe Shy, Joe Shy, whatever that dude's name is. You don't think that's going to affect the players at all? No. The players will get their check no matter what. All right. All right. I mean, look. Like how 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 does me suing the if I if I were to sue Coca Cola, they don't buy, they don't buy the dudes on the floor. Okay, so but as an owner, I could be like, you know what, you fuck with Kyrie, I'm right, trading you out of here. Boom. You fuck Kyrie, out of here too. You fuck know Kyrie, who the biggest Kyrie fan is in that locker room? Bro, we've seen we <laughs> it's not gonna we, work. we knew See, owner Kevin. that traded Michael Jordan. <laughs> like you don't remember that? But it was like nobody like, traded Michael Jordan. Nobody traded Michael Jordan. Ever. He was ready to blow up that fucking team. He was like, fuck Mike. I don't give a shit what Mike talking about. He said, I'm, fuck I'm Phil and fuck Scotty. That's what he well, said. I mean, all right. I'm just, I'm bro. That's, I mean, that's that's the truth. He wanted Mike to right. stay. Mike is you're the one right. who decided to leave because he went, he didn't want to resign Phil. The problem was between Jerry Reinsdorf and Phil. Right. And Mike said, I'm not going to play for no other coach. So Mike didn't play. But, but my point is, owners will do whatever they feel is in their best interest because that's what they get to do. So if right. they don't give a shit about players, like we we've seen this, they care signs. about their best player. They they will. <laughs> they absolutely yeah. care about their best. You, player. you may not care about your players as like a, as like a power dynamic, but you are going to care about the thing that makes you somebody right. in the game or in the, shit in the field and you what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, or so, relevance. So, so who right. do you think you you would get for KD at this point? They tried. <laughs> That's why he's not going now. They tried to trade him all summer. All right. They all right, did. Well, no, I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just, no. I'm just saying, I, I don't trust owners. Motherfuckers do shady shit. Like we, we know this. We've seen it. People do time I mean, and that, time that, again. That's not. Yeah, that's fair. That, that's. The, I, I think that's. We fair. shouldn't that's trust fair. the owners, but we, we can, we can trust how they care about the bottom line. That's like um, bosses or leadership. Yeah, because like, and that's, so they try to they trade Kevin. They tried to trade Kevin for um, for Book and, like, everything that wasn't Chris Paul. Son said no. Mm. They tried to trade him back to the Warriors. Basically, for everything that wasn't Steph Curry. No. You know what I mean? So, like, it ain't really no other place you can trade him to um, and get fair value, right? right. This is... Without give one of the, your entire right. teams. One of the best 12 players of all time. Uh, the Celtics was another one. And the mm. Celtics actually said no. <laughs> it was like Jalen Brown, a couple draft picks, and Southern was like, mm, "We saw Jason Tatum be basically you in the playoffs, so we right. you already got Kevin Durant, like we good." <laughs> got a light skin um, version of him, <laughs> right? So they tried, but yeah, he he was on the trading block all summer, and they because he was saying, "I'm not coming back" because the shit was too dysfunctional last year. Um, and you know he decided to play, and there you go. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, a, a owner, like Jerry Jones always falls in love with his quarterback. Cause, like, that's the guy that's carrying the torch to making sure that people, we still sell out. You know what I mean? So I love Tony Romo. I love Troy Aikman. Now my boy is Dak. Like, I, I, the office alignment down there, eh, I might say fuck him. But Dak, I need right. him. <laughs> like, I need him. Um, I don't know. I did have a crazy Amazon situation this week in DZ. I know oh, you, will, you will not appreciate it at oh, all. Shit. Unfortunately, <laughs> somebody tried to steal my car while I was doing Amazon. Damn. I've thought about that. Like, you thought about taking somebody's car? No, like, no, people leave their car running. Somebody tried to steal no, my car while I was I hear you, Rio. Yeah. But when you said that, Warren was like, 
I've thought about that. Because I see, like, oh, you I, see the, I see, I see drivers get out of the car. And I'm like, yeah, I hopped you out. Got a truck full of, and yeah, you got a truck full of emergency. Kid tried to, he was about to hop. Well, granted, I was at the end of my route. Luckily, I was, I was on my last, I was on my last delivery. Mm. But um, yeah, kid was masked up, all black on. I'm walking back from like the house that I deliver at. All over my door is about to get in my car. Which is what happened? I just yelled at him. Like I yelled. Um, he like stopped, got up and looked, then got out the car and like reached for his waist. I was like, uh, that's time for me to go buy my gun. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fucking around with y'all no more. Like, uh, I'm, I'm going to get my gun. But he reached for his waist and he walked away. Uh, but then he took his mask down and that part was weird to me. I'm just like, why would you, so you want me to see your face? Granny, he's probably like 15 years old. Just a little kid. Were you in the suburbs or you was in, you was in Philly? No, I wasn't in the suburbs. I was down fucking 20th and, uh. I was I was in North Philly. I was in the hood. Maybe he thought you was yeah somebody he knew or something or like you know what I mean maybe I hope in my uh, mind I'm like all right that's I highly my, that's doubt that. I highly doubt that. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna I you ain't gonna, gonna you ain't gonna walk away grabbing for your waist like don't be on some shit because I'm on that type time. No. Yeah. I mean it's not. You wouldn't do that. No. God damn brother. If you're, not, if you're not in your car, Kev, I'm not gonna walk in your car and sit there waiting for you like hey buddy here I am. God, bro. You show up. God. Uh, he got shook. He probably I mean granted he probably one of those. I'm just, I just steal shit. Right. Yeah. Like, I just steal shit. Oh, you caught me. All right, I'm going a, I'm to a get out your shit. God, bro. Don't don't try me. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Listen, bro, I wasn't trying to try you. I was just trying to get home. So... Yeah. That could have been a different story. That's blessings. Appreciate that. God. Yeah, shit was crazy. Hopped off and shit, lost my job, been in jail and shit. Like, God damn it. I'm too upset. That's... No, I wouldn't have though. But that's uh, yeah, that's that's unnerving. Man, that's I don't, time of the I don't year. normally, I don't normally get city routes. I just wind up getting one that day. I prefer to be in the county. Yeah, it's easy. The neighbor, like I'm normally delivering in cul-de-sacs. It's empty. Right. I throw the packages on your on your porch, on nice your covered street. porch. Take a little <laughs> just, picture yeah. and keep it moving. Right. Like in the city, I gotta like ring your doorbell. Cause like I don't want people to steal your shit. You probably got a devil park and shit. Yeah. I wait for people to come to the door. Like I, I actually hate delivering in the city. I prefer to deliver in the county. But um, yeah, I'm gonna be delivering in the city for quite some time. Yeah, I'm cool on that. Unless you get a strong double park and you just turn the fucking car off, take your keys with you, lock the door. (laughs) Like nope. And if it's a route, don't know how to act. Yeah, right. It, it, that makes sense. But if it's a route, you don't want to, you know, the time and all that nonsense. That's just a tough spot. Yeah, that's the part. It'd be the yeah, time. I'm, yeah, I'll be trying to get in and out. Okay, that's, that could have been different. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, honestly, for a second, I thought it was going to be. But nah, yeah. that's not okay. That's I don't want that. No, not at all. Not at all. I think about this shit like every day. I'm looking looking outside the window. Checking to make sure my car's still there. Making sure ain't nobody trying to get in the front seat. And it, it just be weird. Like, I, I just be on such a high level of alert. And it could be something super innocuous. Like, somebody just walking down the street or, like, you know, somebody getting in a different car. And I just be like, what you doing, though? Why you yeah. taking so long? Like, and it shouldn't be that way. But, I mean, you ain't no telling, man. It'd be so much stuff would be going on around this neighborhood. You know, half a block away, half a mile away, and it's like, man, I, I this city, like y'all got to chill. But again, that's that's what I'm tasked with. 
you know, trying to develop <laughs> better programming. Figuring out how to get them into buildings behaving and not knuckleheading on the streets. Alternatives, like something. Because I'm finding it's, it's, it's not only stuff to do, but there's a bunch of just financing to do stuff if kids express an actual serious interest like there's people out there that are like yo we will get make that happen for you but you got to show up so but people don't want to talk to kids because kids don't know how to talk and they don't know how, don't know how to articulate themselves but people don't know what they're saying and then therefore they're like well we don't have the time like whatever. and i think also people don't have the patience to try to learn and, and hear kids so i think it's this tough place of adults and the folks in position to kind of figure the stuff out how do you connect with and or motivate kids to do a thing to kind of say hey talk to this adult talk to this person you know mr kwan is here he wants to you know he wants to you know do something for you what do you want right but how do you get them into that that door how do you get them into the, to the space to have that conversation when a lot of kids are kind of off doing their own thing and or they don't trust adults or they're not respecting of the adults in the way that kind of fosters that conversation. I think that's, it's tough that you, I mean, it's awesome that you have so much money and this, this opportunity to do these good things, but is it ever gonna be something that kind of, you know, gets realized? And I don't, I hope, I mean, I'm, you know. I'm, it will, I, I'm doing it, it will. Right, because because the, the part of it is like, you gotta, you have to invest in in these kids, and I, I want to stop calling them kids, but right now I'm gonna keep on kids. Um, but you have to invest in the kids. You have to like build up the trust because that's they don't trust very easily. And when mm -hmm. trust is broken, nine times out of ten is broken forever. So if you can be consistent, if you can do what you if you can do what you say you're gonna do. And if you can provide results that are impactful, which ironically enough is the exact same thing, uh, uh, a donor, a benefactor, an organization, the exact same thing that they want. If you're able to do that for a young person, you're going to have the buy-in. They're going to show up. They're going to, you know, have, they're going to give you the opportunity to say what you need to say. And they're going to listen. But if you, you know, if you are spotty with it, if you're here, there, quick temper, if you're not trying to give them the opportunity to express themselves adequately, no matter how long it takes, then they're going to be like, all right, well, fuck it then. Like, you just like everybody else. Like, fuck but out I, of my face. I think it's tough, though, because even if you go back to Rio's story, I mean, Rio wants to trust kids, and mm -hmm. he had one try to try to grab his car, right? So I feel like, then, unfortunately, there's this, this, this precedent that ends up being set, um... But it's tough because it ends up being the cyclical situation, right? The kids do something, do stuff to piss off the adults. The adults do things that make the kids not trust them or not want to hear them, and it just keeps going around and around and around. So we have these these parties that are kind of standing there, just not wanting to be bothered with the other. And right. we have those few, you know, bright spots where we have the people that the adults that want to do the things and will reach out. We have the the younger folks that want to, you know, connect with the their community. But it's unfortunately, it's, I think it's in such minority that that it doesn't even make it doesn't often make a big drop in the in the you know pond, right? You don't notice the big uh, ripple. It's just kind of like, oh, that was just that one little one-off. 
But so you you gotta you gotta do those. You gotta build those up. Cause I can I can tell you right now. I guarantee you, that kid doesn't know the impact of that decision that he makes. Right? right. Steals that car, gets caught, gets a record. Right. Mm-hmm. That could be it. That's done. So whatever pattern that's already been in his life, now he has reinforced that pattern moving forward for the next generation. So getting a young person to understand, just getting them to grasp that, like, yo, like, you have to be very mindful of your decisions because what you may think is not a big deal, not that serious, oh, like, I'll just do this and then it'll be fine, may not be fine because that that same flippant attitude is the difference between the judge charging you as a teenager versus charging you as an adult. Because yes. there are there are thirteen year olds that get charged as adults, and there are seventeen year olds that get charged as minors. So mm-hmm. you have to be extremely like careful and be aware of like those consequences, so that when you have the opportunity to make a life changing decision, you choose correctly. And it's I- it's not it's not nearly as difficult as as people may think but it's so easy to make wrong decisions i think i think the million dollar question ends up being the how though right because fortunately unfortunately you've been doing this you know most of your adult life right if not all of your adult life this is something that you've always had a passion for so for you to say this and for you to do these things i mean it's it's nothing it's like breathing it's like walking for you um and I think for us, for us here, the four of us, you know, the five of us, even, I think this is stuff that we are comfortable doing. So we can kind of have this and kind of, you know, get it and know what we're, what we're talking about. But I think people don't know that people don't get it because there's, there is some reason why your standard person may not think to do this or may not be moved or compelled to do this and will then in turn not do it. And then we have that cycle where we have kids being kids and adults being disinterested and just this space of people going two different directions and not meeting up in a space of of positivity and reform and of like good stuff coming right but we also have to understand and re- relay to kids like what is what is, i don't say what's normal but there's a difference between kids being kids and criminal behavior right there's a difference like toilet paper in a house kids being kids you know, kids getting into like a little dust up fight, kids being kids. Um, kids shooting at each other, that's not kids being kids. Kids yeah. uh, uh, stealing cars, that's not kids being kids. Va- vandalism is a, can be 50 50, depending sure. on the level of vandalism. Sure. You know, shoplifting, same thing. But there comes a point when it's, it's I don't want to say it's in excess, but it crosses a line. Mm hmm. And across that threshold where it's like you've done something or you're making decisions that are now going to alter your life forever. And as of right now, as a 15 year old, you may not understand that and slash or you may not care because you may already believe that it doesn't matter what I do. Like, I'm not going anywhere anyway. So live for the moment. And consequences be damned. There's a way we can remedy and mediate that conversation. But there's also, we need to understand, do you fundamentally get that mm-hmm. you can make one decision that completely destroys your life? 
that completely puts you in a position where you're either going to be self-employed or you're going to work menial jobs unless somebody gives you a chance. But in order to even get to that point, you have to prove that what you did was a mistake and you have to go through all of this bullshit and nonsense. Right. You got to get through all this bullshit and nonsense for the next 20, 30, maybe even 40 years of your life where somebody allows you to say, I fucked up and now I can be in a position where I can provide for a family, et cetera, et cetera. Like those conversations kind of also need to be had as well. So yeah. that kids are like, yeah. damn, like I guess I never really thought about it like that. Like just me doing some dumb shit, like thinking it's funny, trying to do it for clout or whatever reason, like could keep me from like, like having a job 30 years from now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, you gotta also realize a lot of them ain't even think about getting a job, right? So they not going. They not. They don't have that fort, fortitude to to think that far ahead. They not think about that. They think about I need to come up right now mm-hmm. from whatever I'm doing. I need to hit this lick right now for this because you know I, I don't I don't want to you know speak on people's circumstances, but like maybe I don't got mom or dad around, or maybe mom or dad ain't in the best. Mm-hmm. or whatever and like i gotta figure this out myself so like i hear all that right now but that's not gonna help me eat today like that's not gonna help me eat right now right. that's not gonna you know that's not like that's not gonna i'm not gonna be cool right now right like by by thinking about if i don't do this i'm not gonna play right i'm not gonna have a job in 30 years but i'm not gonna eat tonight like i'm right. not gonna eat today or, or whatever yeah. the case may be and here's the crazy part that's and that's also indicative of the fact that they may not even be knowledgeable of the fact that even with those circumstances there are still other alternatives there could be programs that could help you to like be in a different situation and that's what i'm and and that's what i'm saying right and i'm and but how but those but these conversations just aren't happening like they they're not they're not you know why do we know why because people are like oh awesome fuck it (laughs) <laughs> yeah both sides are like yo I, i'm trying to tell you and That's you keep telling me like no 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 and it's it's the same conversation on the other side yeah. teams are like yo i'm trying to tell you right but you like no 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 so how do we listen how do people listen how does how, how do things shift because you're absolutely right you're 1000 correct this is what it is adults are saying listen young person i've been there i understand this i'm, I'm trying to help you to to to, to be better set for the future young person like this is what i need right now old timer this i'm just trying to get myself set up so if people are just kind of talking into the air how are there conversations that are going to happen because i think this is where people are struggling and this is why people just throw their hands up like this is too much i can't even be bothered and then everyone goes their separate ways sometimes you have to physically take people out of their situation and show them like just like i hate to use this example but like you know there used to be a thing where you, if a dog was shit in the house, you take the dog, you rub his face in it, you smack him on the bottom, you tell him no, right? Part of that is is creating a disruption in the normal pattern of behavior, and they get in the see in a moment, like, yo, th- this is different. Like, something has changed here. So, like, sometimes you have to take, you know, somebody out of a certain circumstance just so that they can see that, like, the circumstance I'm in isn't isn't indefinite it's not forever it's not everything it's it may not even be normal there are other things out here so if i can see if i can experience something that's different than what i've known my entire life then that gives me a possibility and a possible hope that like this may not be permanent so what are things that can be done it's hard 
It and is. You're, it's, and you're, it's you're, you're, you're way harder. harder. And I think you're harder. a few steps ahead, right? Because you're talking about, okay, so this is what you do. And I, th I think I think we get it. Like, we understand what to do. But you have to get people willing to have the conversation. Yeah. And I think without, but that's, I think, but that's why it's not happening because the fact that you want to talk to people is why you talk to people. This is why you do what you do. This is why you go out into the community. This is why you are exactly who you are because you have this desire. There are a bunch of people that are not like you, that are not like us, that necessarily don't have that inert or that, that innate kind of feeling to do this thing. And it's like, you know, I can't be bothered. But I think there's hope for them because they want the same thing. They want the kids to be great. They want the adults to to, to feel good about the, the future. Everybody wants the same thing, I believe, but they're not where you are, where it's like, just go out and grab them and just rub their nose in the, in the poop. Like, they're but not see, there yet. But see, that's the thing. Not everybody has to be the solution for every kid. Sometimes you just work through a conduit. I, I'm that I'm that conduit. So I'm a, I can talk your language as an adult and a benefactor to say, this is what we need. This is what we're trying to accomplish. Who got it? I can talk to a young person and be like, you know, tell me what you need. This is what you need. Okay, got it. Now we can we can sit down, all of us in a room, and I can be each side's interpreter to say, this is kind of where we're coming from. And I can take this young person out of the situation and say, look, like, there's more to the world than the block you grew up on or block you live on. Like, I need you to understand that decision that you make have consequences. And that's not to say that it's not, that it's fair at all, because it's not. But it's also to let you know that your understanding is limited right there are people that have been in your situation and worse that have gotten out and moved on and done great things and i can bring those people to you and you can have a conversation of like well damn how did you do it we can facilitate all of that you know what i mean like it's just a matter of having those conversations that's so important and being patient and continuously showing up and building that trust because once you get that part done like once you once you got them in, then you can start with the exposure of uh, exposure. Jesus, I am <laughs> that's, a, that's not a real tired thing. and drunk. You can start with the exposure of the other things. I will I will tell you. So yes, I agree. I will tell you that I will find it very difficult to approach a young person. Sure. That puts their hand on their waist. Absolutely. You're not approaching that kid in that moment. But those are but those are the kids I, I think the other kids are aren't the ones that we're really talking about right and i think that's the thing and if i know that yet that last week two weeks ago you grabbed your waist i'm gonna think twice about approaching you and not and i'm johnny regular right like i'm thinking okay you know i think i want to help someone out uh-oh why did this person move to their their right. waist what's that yeah so but i think this is the stuff that we're worried about because i'm just i was talking to a friend of mine today and I'm, I'm thinking about this this uh, job opportunity where it may have me out in different parts of the city and taking public transportation and, you know, just doing a lot of traveling. And I'm like, that the job itself could be cool, but I don't know how much I really want to just be roaming around the streets and, like, go, showing up, like, as a new dude in different neighborhoods. Like, hey, my name is Warren. I'm here to talk to so-and-so because I'm like, well, who this? I don't know this, man. What you doing in my neighborhood? What you doing on my block? Go ahead. Time you got, fam. Right, like, yo, what, yeah, what you wearing, right? And, and all of these things, and but I think this is unfortunately where we are now. 10, 15 years ago, different concerns. Sure, everyone was worried about, oh, you know, 
it's not super safe outside. But now, now it's a very different conversation. Now it's sign I think significantly more volatile and more feeling uh, feelings of, of more uh, or less safety just mm -hmm. kind of traveling. So now I'm looking at possible opportunities, right? So I, I can't I have to worry about how I'm going to make money because there's a significant component of my job that I don't know if I can consider. Right. I right. But I, but I think this is like where I think a lot of things are now because, you know, people walking, you know, going to certain routes to work or traveling in certain places to go visit friends or whatever. Like, oh, I'm going to be by that area. Too many people are are maybe, you know, itchy fingered or just looking like they, they have chips on their shoulder. And I think it, it creates this very vast separation between people but i think more so and i think what the real problem is is between adults and children so the adults are, are and, and children you know young yeah. younger people right and i think it it speaks to this i i can't help them or i'm afraid to help them or i i don't know how to have this conversation because i don't want to upset someone i don't want to come across as something that i am not and someone responds violently or you know abruptly to me and does something to me and so i think this is more so what we're talking about i think the, the blueprint makes sense but i think it's how we we put these pieces in motion because i think people are afraid to sure but also keep in mind like let's just keep using this, this example that um this kid that tried to you know ride off uh rio's whip sure i mean he's he's not a monolith that was one right. decision that he made out of a multitude of decisions that he had in that day mm -hmm. and he that that same kid could have been you know, uh, somebody that donated their last, you know, $5 to somebody in need 10 minutes before. You know absolutely. what I mean? So absolutely. Yep. You yep. have to be able to, to recognize that, like, just because you make a bad decision in one moment doesn't mean that you are doomed to be this person for the rest of your life. Like, yes. I, th does that mean, like, I'm going to watch myself around you? Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you've demonstrated that you make questionable decisions sometimes. That you know, I got to worry about getting home to me, to, to my family and worry about my livelihood, you know, when I'm around you, but you have to understand why that is. And if you want to change that, then that you have to figure out how to overcome this stigma that you've created for yourself. And that's solely through you and your, you and your actions, because if, if I'm a good person, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but if they don't wreck it, but you got to get them to recognize that. Yeah, and like Rio said, like Rio's like, yo, like I'm, he's he just trying to do, just trying to eat. Like he's just trying to put food in the table. He's trying to keep his lights on. You know, maybe, maybe uh, Shorty's parents made questionable choices and and or or, or find himself in a tough predicament. And they're like, well, I gotta eat somehow. I gotta take care of my brothers. I gotta take care of my family. I gotta put food in the table. So I need to get money. I need to get what I need to get. So they're out there trying to survive, looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, basic things, safety, uh, you know, food, water, shelter, like. I want to make sure I can turn the lights on and go home and have a place to be. And that's, and that's you know what's all crazy. You know what's crazy? As a, as a more, as adults, right? Mm -hmm. We can understand that stealing a car doesn't provide you yes. with electricity for your house. Yes. You could also say that stealing a car doesn't provide you with food. Like yes. you're, you're stealing, you're stealing a, a, a possible uh, tool towards something else yes but if if it can be explained to you that maybe there's a more direct line to what it is that you're looking for if you do have a need for food you do have a need for shelter you do have a need for clothing you do have a need for security maybe not in that moment because that you know unless unless you're that person 
and you know, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm that person. I'm not saying that Rio's that person. I'm not saying any of that stuff. But maybe there's an opportunity in that situation, you know, which again, not advising. Right. Mr. like, yo, like, right. are you good? Like, you need you need something? Like, that's tough. I I, I get it. It is tough. I, it is yeah, tough. I, and, I understand. And somebody could do that. But in that moment, maybe that kid is like, yo, like, I I, I do like, I need some bread. Well, I I provide jobs. What's up? Meet me here tomorrow, and then we can talk. That's, you know what I mean? And 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 it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes, but I got to call Blue about a job. Like these things happen. So it's yeah. like if if we want to be that change, that positive change, you know, we got to put positivity out there as well too. So yeah. again, I'm not saying you know we got to put ourselves in danger, but you know these it's not as though again these uh, these young people are monolith in that one decision that they make or even a couple decisions that they make are going to define them for the rest of their lives. Sure. You know, they may think or believe that these are the only options they have available to them because they're not good in school or they come from a broken home or because they were born into poverty and they're still in poverty, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We know as adults differently that circumstances can change. And that we can be, we can start in a shitty place, but end up in a better place. And understand that there's also uh, uh, momentum through generations. That if we continuously, you know, move forward and move up and move up and move up, at a certain point, we'll move out of that poverty. At a certain point, it might not be in my generation, but later, we're setting the building blocks for our grandkids. So if we're fucking up here now, all we're doing is setting setting it back for everybody behind us and everybody after us and if you and if you give a shit like you know a lot of kids are like you know you're not gonna disrespect me who don't disrespect yourself and don't disrespect the people that's coming after you right because you out here fucking bitches right we know that so now you got a seed on the way don't disrespect your seed you should provide and making sure that they taking it to the next level but if you get incarcerated you out here getting shot and you dead like now you fucking up your own situation for so, your for your people moving forward for the yeah, like, like so the history of your name or your people and yeah. that's your name like that's your shit out there bleeding out there on the street that's your shit sitting in a in a cell you know four walls on a cot like yeah I mean and that's on you that's solely on you like you can blame everybody else but that's on you so you can either like make it a better situation for the next man. Or you could be like, fuck it, I'm living for the moment. I'm like, you know, live fast, live fast, die hard. You could do that too. But guess what? Like, you make those decisions, you it's going to be real quick. It's going to be real quick. You're not even going to have time to enjoy the shit that you think that you out here get. Yeah, true. Like, because it's going to be the wrong person. Like, it's not going to be real next time. It could be somebody that's strapped. Truth. And, oh. and, and, and they're not even going to let you know that nope. you still in their car. Nope. <laughs> They're just gonna walk, walk right, up, walk right past, Boom. like they, yeah, you, that's that is, and then, and they're gonna drag you out and leave you in the middle of the street, and then that's actually very true. I mean, real legacy, real like, being anybody else, that's a different ending to that story. And the crazy part is, I didn't tell him what this kid saw. This kid might have seen God like walking behind Rio, like he might have seen the angel some shit and was sure. like, well, like hold maybe on. I should, yeah, like this is different. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Well, there's a mask down to be like, yo, like, am I tripping? Well, 
Uh, yeah, I thought that was crazy. He pulled his mask down. So, you know, I maybe. I thought that was crazy. Maybe God whispered in his ear, like, young blood, like, <laughs> not, not this one, like, you know what right. I mean? Like, right. like, don't do it. Like, it's like, what, like, what are we doing? So, I don't know. Not here. Not here. I don't know. But it's, it's, it takes work. And the fact that people have been reluctant or just haven't had these conversations in so long. And again, I, I think there's also like a generation that's missing um, that that has contributed to the situation and circumstance that we find ourselves in today. And so we have to work that much harder for that much longer to reverse this trend that has happened. And, you know, again, it's, it's, it's going to take some time, but it's, it can definitely, it's definitely possible. You know, if nothing else, if you can just get a kid to stay in school and to finish and to even have a, a, a mindset that like, there's an opportunity for me doing something. And I, yeah. And I, that's a win for that generation. So then the right. next generation can be like, no, I'm definitely going to college. Like I'm definitely work. I'm definitely going to do this. Yeah. Like aspiration and realization, right? Because it doesn't have to, doesn't even need to be school per se, but a focus. Like what is the thing that you want to do? What is something that, that speaks to you that you would like to, to be good at or to, to see differently? Um, and I mean, you want you want bang bang? Cool. Why don't you join the biggest gang in, in the fucking world, and the best gang in the world? Like, you can go do that, right? Like, imagine that. Like, I'm telling you to go play with guns, but you can actually do it and and defend, you know, all the homies uh, back home yeah. that you care about. Like, right? You could do that and actually get good at it. And and on top of that, then that way the government. They, they got your, your family set now. You're sending checks home. You're sending money home. You're doing everything that you think that you can do out of here on the street, but you're actually doing it for a better reason, and you're setting them up. And then when you come back home, you might have to deal with some shit for a full wing. All I like, you know, but you got the VA situation. But you also get, you know, you get tax breaks. You get money off the shit. Like, you get a house for a lot cheaper than everybody else. Oh, but, like, those, but those are definitely the conversations that don't happen because we've only had those conversations like within the past few years. Like as adults, we're hearing about all these, you know, different things. Like, did you know? Right, dot, dot, like, dot. Yeah. So that's so, that's a whole different story. But you're right. You're and right. it's wild. It's like, man, we gotta, we, we just, we gotta do like, you know, it, this is why these kids really only, only grab on to like entertainment or the sports because. They see so many people being successful like that. Right. That's where the it, opportunity is because anybody there's a can rap. There's a, yeah. Like I can see it, but it's like there are other <laughs> there are other avenues. You just haven't been able to see it because people don't really talk about it largely because everybody's still trying to grind, and it's yeah. not it's not glamorous. It don't look great, but you know what? Motherfuckers putting food on the table. Motherfuckers starting families. Motherfuckers buying houses. Motherfuckers buying cars. Like people out here doing shit. So we can get in on that. Like, it's nothing stopping us from doing that except for us knowing knowing that we can't, or not be not believing that we can, or not realizing that we can, or accepting that we can. Yeah. True. So. Hey, I'm I'm uh I sorry to get on my tangent. You know, you get me worked up, man. You start talking about my my passion and everything. I, I get all I get all exuberant. Tune in next time for another episode of the Fellas 5 podcast. And don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend.